0: Mike's Daily Podcast episode f- 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 1742 1742 I'm your host Mike Matthews Broadcasting from Cafe Anyway Located somewhere in Podcaster Valley, Valleymont If you hear a little wheezing in my voice It's because there is So much smoke In the Bay Area right now It is like you are walking through Someone's fireplace So f- freaking cloudy And Mike's daily podcast. The embers are all up in my nose. It's thick, but California is getting hit all over right now. Mike's daily podcast. I also noted somewhere down where that awful fire was last year. It scares me because I was in something like this in what was that year? 2004. I think if I'm clear there was this bad bad fire in Ventura Mike's Daily Podcast and my wife at the time and I had to evacuate well it was a voluntary evacuation Mike's so if you decided Daily hey I'll go down and get a coffee Podcast. at the local coffee place Yeah. at Starbucks which re- replaced the Daily Grind which was a wonderful place that I went to In Ventura, downtown Ventura Back in the day I used to go there In fact one time I met a nice lady We had a nice conversation And then after a while she tells me I'm a lesbian But you want to come back to my place? Which, do you know what that Involved? Going back to her place As someone walked in Because I'm getting into the really seedy part of my show We go back to her place And listen to Melissa Etheridge CDs I blank you not. And I blanked her not. So that was that was an interesting time. Very nice late. I don't know whatever happened to her, but I met her in a coffee shop hot house. This was early 90s. Look who else walked in. So people are walking into cafe anyway and I need to say hi to them and I think it's fitting you two walked in. Hi Mark It's Benita the Rodeo Queen! How y'all doing at my horse nearly? <laughs> and it's a disgruntled fiddle player to tell you what. What? I think that the Republicans won in the election on Tuesday. Yeah, keep telling yourself that. I love this. I love this sense of complete blind, blinders on that so many Republicans have right now. And here's today's podcast picture. Is you blind? They're completely blind because they are saying things like, yeah, we did great. Now, meanwhile, oh my gosh, I was listening to the wonderful. What is this show called? This this show <laughs> is Basil's show. Basil was so tired after this massive walk my la- lovely lady friend and I did on to Wednesday night. We walked up this hill, and he did a great job. By the end of the walk, he was walking like he was a young dog again. But yeah, so this has a primary challenge. And he doesn't take it seriously because he's never had to take it seriously. Mm -hmm. He thinks he's pretty aligned with the Republicans and he's, you know, got the pulse of the country. But it turns out he did have to worry. I'm running for Congress because Washington is broken. Obamacare is raising insurance costs and lowering the quality of your health care. A guy named Dave Brat was running against him. Dave. and Dave Brat. Dave Brat. This guy. Oh, my God, Dave Brat. So he beats Eddie Cantor. Eddie Cantor. Yeah, let's listen. I was an economics professor, and he was running against Obamacare. And his feeling was that Eric Cantor, as much as he... Eric Cantor. Who's Eddie Cantor? He was a singer, wasn't he? In like the 1940s. And he would sing... Moon River. I don't know. So Eric Cantor gets beat by Dave Brat. Okay. Republican beats a Republican Here's the thing Dave Brat He wrapped himself up in Obamacare About how much he We had to repeal Obamacare How evil it was And the people cheered him on And they voted him in Well Four years later After he beats Eric Cantor He Starts getting All these women Showing up to his town halls Saying Dave Brat Care more Dave Brat Care more Because Dave Brat doesn't give a crap about people's kids that are sick, people's parents that are sick, people's wives that are sick, husbands that are sick, whatever, that are sick. He doesn't care about them because he just wants to repeal Obamacare and go, oh, you're all screwed. (laughs) And you know what? He got beat on Tuesday. Woo! Bob, that's an anomaly. I think you're misrepresenting the facts. You can stop clapping now. Woo! Anyway, my point is, Cafe Anyway. 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 I loved listening to that podcast. It's the newest one from the Daily from the New York Times. And let's see, there was a part... Oh, is this the part with the women? Expand choice, freedom, afford... Oh, yeah. So one of the biggest backers of Dave Brat was, guess who? Steve Bannon, who backed Trump... And saw the whole repeal Obamacare thing as like a good talking point. The whole thing about the Daily's latest podcast, they were talking about how the Democrats flipped the House. And it, their main thing was no matter what Trump did, no matter how Trump. I will tell you at the time, to- I'll keep you in suspense. Toiled with us. Because you'd be in jail. Made us made us Crazy with the the stuff that he said i could stand in the middle of 5th avenue and shoot somebody and i wouldn't lose any voters okay it's like incredible democrats and i th- th- this is one of the phrases i hate cuz i listen to a lot of political podcasts and little a politi- lot of political radio and tv and i don't like the phrase i don't like boots on the ground i don't like keeping on message keeping on point i hate i hate those phrases for some reason there was Boots on the ground drives me nuts Because the reporters That say boots on the ground say it way too much Listen next time you hear it guys Dog whistle it in your ear hole And when someone says Boots on the ground go wait Does this guy use this phrase a lot Like I use the point is Too much And when I say it you're supposed to hit that buzzer Right over there by your right hand Thank you I'm not supposed to say that The point is I did it again so Dave Brat gets beat by Abigail Swamp Hole. Wait, wait, what is that? That's not a good name. Swamp Hole. Uh, swamp holes are places, let's just say, filled with life. No. Oh, what is her name? Let's see. I think this isn't playing. Oh, rats. Okay. Well, it'll come to me in a moment. I'm sorry, Virginia, I don't know the name of your candidates, but I just found it a fascinating story. Oh, here we go. Gives people this reassurance of, oh, she's tough. She is honest. She is a centrist. She's going to bring the sides of Congress together. And we're excited because we think this is great for us and our business because we think that we're going to... These are all the women that are supporting Abigail's... Changes the dynamic we've been seeing in politics and the divisiveness, and just and there are all these the centrist women that came out and, and voted on Tuesday. And she's a moderate, she's really running in her, and she's dodging Brat's efforts to paint her as a liberal, to paint her as Nancy Pelosi. There's this famous moment in their debate. And a vote for my opponent will be a vote for the Nancy Pelosi. Oh, god, the whole that they, they just demonized Nancy Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi. Ah. Oh. Spamberger says no Spamberger. That's her name Spamberger. Supported single payer In the primary I am not Nancy Pelosi And I am not President Barack Obama I want to serve this community It's the community That made me who I am And I ask for your vote On November the 6th Abigail Spanberger Is my name Yay Abigail Spamberger. So it's fascinating too That all these races That I thought Went to the Republicans Well the, the vote. H- hello. Nobody told me the votes weren't all counted. I guess they just assumed I'd be smart enough and know that. But so many votes have not been counted yet. In still in Florida, in Georgia, so there might still be a possibility for the Democrats to win in those areas. That must be infuriating, Trump. He must be like, "Stop counting votes now." You you watch. There's going to be a tweet today. I may have even missed one. That came out this morning but he must be just you know that's enough put down the mic no more voting no more voting mike oh see i told you i was going to use this one you're a very rude person the way you treat sarah huckabee is horrible and the way you treat other people are horrible you shouldn't treat people that way sarah huckabee sanders that she is i've even heard conservative talk show hosts like the horrible horrible Hugh Hewitt Say oh she's not gonna Last long L- much longer She's lasted a long time But in the the, the Pressure cooker that is Washington DC I think I just Said another stupid trope Expression that I've heard way too much The pressure cooker uh, She's probably Needs a little R&R But she's doing a fantastic job Can, you, you, With the job she Has to do you may dislike her, but think of if you had to defend that guy every day. So, Hugh Hewitt, who loves Trump, who loves, well, he didn't, he actually, when the whole All, uh, Access Hollywood tapes came out, he was, he became anti Trump for a short while, but then got back on the bandwagon because he's such a Republican. Hugh Hewitt, <clears throat> who does, excuse me, a show in the morning on a lot of conservative talk radio stations. And all the smoke is getting to me. Oh, oh, God. Excuse me. It is so smoky in the Bay Area. He, Hugh Hewitt, said something this morning that made me hate him oh so much more. He always talks about how he went to Harvard. I went to Harvard. I came from Ohio. I was just a little scrappy kid from Ohio, but I went to Harvard. And then he talked about how he met somebody in Some mucky muck Some writer that I'm supposed to know Yes well I met him In Harvard I ran around in the same circles He actually said this He goes several people told me That I should meet This mucky muck Author so and so and I said I should, I will, here in Harvard. Oh, 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 oh nose in the air. Meanwhile, Alexandra Ocasio Cortez. She a win. <laughs> Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, only uh, only twenty nine years old, the youngest congresswoman to be elected. And get this. Went to the unit I wrote it down somewhere here. The University of Boston Or Boston University Not Harvard <laughs> Wait the, are, Is that like they're, I don't know In the east coast all those colleges Run into the same Yale, Harvard, Princeton I don't know what any of those are But I didn't see Yale behind her name I saw Boston College, University My point is Ah, oh, dang it, I did it. Well, instead of a buzzer, let's use this. Don't worry, don't don't be Much better. Ah, Well, we, there was somebody else I had to say hi to because we were here at cafe anyway, and they're pouring me a delicious root beer that I need to drink in order to wash out all the smoke in my system. Oh, Mike, I make the delicious root beer. I'm the brewmaster. Oh, my, Have some. I'll cut you. <coughs> Oh ouch Okay thank you So Meanwhile All this freaking fire going on In the Bay Area And I just heard too In Oak Park Which is also in Ventura County As if Ventura County Hasn't had enough going on In the past 24 hours The Woolsey and Hill fires Grew rapidly overnight In Ventura County Forcing the evacuation Of the entire Oak Park community Oak Park is this little town In between Ventura and Ventura is on the coast in California North of Thousand Oaks Not that far A lot of people commute Between the two Okay so Ventura If you go east If you go inland You uh, hit Oak Park And it's a beautiful Little hillside community Lots of nice little Old old houses back there I think Johnny Cash lived there at one time and then you keep going further east, and then there's Ojai, and Ojai butts up against these mountains called the Topatopas, and it's a that's a beautiful area. Uh, go see Easy A, one of the early Emily St- M- Emma Emma Stone movies. I almost said Emily Blunt, Emily Emma Emma whatever, Mary Poppins. So Emma Stone is in in this movie called Easy A. She is trying to make Pass off as slutty for some reason I forget what the whole point of the storyline was And there's Malcolm McDowell Is in this movie And Malcolm McDowell lives in Ohio. So I would watch this movie Filmed in Ohio, And I don't know how you get about movies That are set in a particular place Where you used to live and you don't live anymore And you get nostalgic and you wish you could go back to Ohio. I never lived in Ohio. Well, but I had like a girlfriend That lived there for a while And so I used to go up there a lot But I love that whole area And it's so sad to see That they have to deal And they had to deal with A bunch of fires last year So The Brush fires going on there And it That's So check out some of the Evacuation centers Thousand Oaks High School Right Thousand Oaks Teen Center And back to Thousand Oaks And the borderline As if they're not having Enough problems That That Awful, awful shooter. Oh. What the hell? I loved Thousand Oaks. Let me tell you, I I spent okay, my first full time radio job was in Thousand Oaks. I worked at a station called KNJO. And the station was automated. It was music. It was horrible. Slow Bee Gees slow slow Michael Bolton slow slow. Uh Barry Manilow Just crap. And, oh, but, like, we played a little bit of, like, Luther Vandross and Patti LaBelle. It was a strange format. It was just basically every mellow song that was a hit we would play. And so I would commute from Oxnard, which is next to Ventura, also on the coast, and drive inland. Thousand Oaks is inland. Thousand Oaks is in this valley. They call it the Conejo Valley. Conejo is Spanish for rabbit. And... K-N-J-O Of course The call letters Come from The word Canejo. And You go Into the Canejo Valley You head a little Further east You end up In Agoura Hills Then Calabasas Then bam You're in the San Fernando Valley And then you're in Los Angeles So that's how it all works That's when they say uh, Thousand Oaks Is 45 minutes away From Los Angeles To give everyone A point of reference That's how it works it's inland thousand oaks and there's this feeling there's this feeling of, of 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 the spirit of the cowboy there's a lot of people in thousand oaks that think they're cowboys and there's this whole debate that's been going on for eons now that where these guys dress in the full cowboy garb with the boots and the cowboy hat and the starch shirt and the belt buckle and they're supposed to be cowboys and they and everybody laughs because you're you're, you're, go, you're going Wait, no, you're in California Cowboys are out in Texas Cowboys are out in the It was funny because when I moved to Alabama There was never this debate about cow Dressed in cowboy garb, nobody went Oh, he's just faking it He just puts this on And meanwhile he drives his Mercedes, Benz around He doesn't drive a truck And so there was this whole crazy debate And I heard that debate often When I went to the borderline And I went to the borderline a lot in the late 90s and that's why this whole story just makes my heart sink. And my heart goes out to Thousand Oaks. And I and I just wanted to tell you uh, that the story is just getting bigger and bigger. And they said the, the, the second thing that came out about all this is that, oh, people were there that had also been at the Las Vegas shooting. Well, that's not a surprise. Because people... In Thousand Oaks That are country fans will drive anywhere They'll go as far as Las Vegas They'll fly out even further I knew some that went to Texas But Las Vegas was definitely Not a, not a stretch for them Yeah I drove out to Th- I drove. People would drive all night I drove all night, went to Las Vegas and saw a concert Or I drove all night And we partied and we came back You know that's the type of Rugged individuals we would have Young people though There was always such young Wonderful people At the borderline And there was the cowboy hat That's over the The dance floor I would just like to get To the area of this story Where I contacted A lot of people that I knew From those days And they're all fine Thank God and there was one person that I knew, Marine. she used to go there a lot, and I was worried she might be there, even though it was a Wednesday night, I thought the chances were pretty slim, and she's, she's a mom now, she started a family, and she wasn't there, thank God, but it, we, we both, and she informed me that she heard that the owner of the Borderline, who she's friends with, was not there either, so, So a lot of people we knew were fine But we spent so much time there And just to think you know That was a place that I used to go And this kind of incident Would it have happened The last time I was there was 14 years ago I don't know if this kind of thing Would have happened 14 years ago Were were we in that I mean there were shootings going on back then But this mass shooting Seems to be such a recent phenomena And it's affected so many people Uh, Someone that I know Who I used to work with in radio He went off And he wrote in all caps On Facebook about We got to take the guns away Uh, Gun rights If you try and defend gun rights I'm deleting you off of my Facebook Blah 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 You should delete me If this offends you Well I don't think if that And then I saw someone else Who I did not ever think Would lean Republican Say something to the effect of Don't politicize this Blah 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 Well it, it it has been it you don't politicize an event like this. It's already politicized. It already this is America and we always have had a debate about guns. And guns is a is a hot issue, it always will be, and so it comes up. So that was Thousand Oaks is a town that doesn't ever have anything like this happen. The biggest shooting that I remember that was so tragic and just drove everyone like to scratch your heads going what the what happened was somebody who walked into i think it was an unemployment department in oxnard and shot some people there but not like 11 people just uh, you know not, no one should be shot but it was not the highest the high numbers that we saw uh th- this week and then Went and drove off And I think a cop tried to stop this person And that cop ended up dying I think his last name was O'Brien And there's still a monument That was erected for him Is it on Gonzales? I'm trying to remember all these places I haven't been back to Ventura In like over five years now So in Oxnard And yeah that was the most tragic thing But this is huge and it's it it eclipses everything before it it seems it's just and it's it's captured the whole national attention what was the last big shooting we had the synagogue and now this it's and 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 it's a little over a year since the las vegas shooting happened so i'm just very i guess tired of it all but thousand oaks is a wonderful town and to see this happen it saddens me thousand oaks has uh, really nice people lots of good restaurants we would go there to, you know for a night on the town type of thing even though people used to joke all oh, thousand oaks is just a little podunk town it it no since the 90s it has been growing and growing and growing huge expensive houses with nice pools um it gets really hot there in thousand oaks and the hillsides are all dry and, you know, brush. Not many trees. It's kind of got a desert landscape to it. But then you drive about 20, 30 minutes are at the beach. So anyway, and, and lots of military. Uh, Point Magoo, Port Wyneme, close by. And I just remembered this when I was talking to someone I work with uh, here at work. As we go outside a Café Anyway, we're bringing you Mike's Daily Podcast Summer in Podcaster Valley. That's what I meant to say, is I'm out here of Café Anyway, outside. That uh, I met Shannon Doherty at the borderline. She was playing pool. And someone said, hey, there she there she is. And I walked over to her. And I thought, because I saw that she was a country fan, that maybe she'd want to be on my show. Because i am kind of got this goofy uh, Santa Fe Café radio thing. That I used to have, and you know, I'd been on for ten years. I thought maybe she might want to be on it, but she wasn't interested. She just she just wanted to be left alone. And uh, the, the 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 bar stools. I heard one guy right after I did the podcast yesterday. I saw someone on the news say a young guy say, "Yeah, we took a bar stool." The chairs there at the borderline are these kind of these uh, tall wooden chairs with cushions. And to get out of there really fast, this one guy had the smart idea of just taking it and throwing it right through the window. And people got out the window that way. Unfortunately, there was a lot of glass still poking out, so the people got hurt that way. And the other side of... That's one side of the borderline is like on level. And then the other side is this hill that goes down to 101 Freeway. The 101 Freeway. And so, it it, it, it you're on a hill hillscape. And people would have had to drop pretty far to get out so that is my I did a little bit of reflections on it yesterday but there's some more reflections for you and I just really my you know I've been thinking a lot about Thousand Oaks the past 24 hours for sure and I wish them well oh so on that note not to end on such a sad note I have no idea what I'm going to do for the podcast picture. I'll tell you, I don't think I have any Thousand Oaks pictures because I really lived there before I had a digital camera, so I don't think I saved anything from those days. But I'll pick a nice podcast picture, which I'll tell you about in just a moment. Next show is going to be Madame Vega Valentino and Bison Bentley. Have a great weekend. There probably won't be a super secret Sunday show just because I don't really like doing those anymore, but we'll hopefully do another one next week very soon for you. Thank you for listening. Enjoy your weekend. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com.
1: Email Mike
0: now. Mike's Daily Podcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye. You know, yesterday, my lovely lady friend and I spent about three hours trying to figure out what we're going to do on my birthday. My birthday is Thanksgiving this year, and I'll be turning the big half century mark. So she's like, I want to do something nice for you, is what she was saying. And so we came upon doing some fun, a little fun little vacation, staycation close by to the house. Thankfully, Half Moon Bay is only about a 45-minute drive, but we, we didn't want to go too far away because it's going to be Thanksgiving, and the traffic last year on the, uh, the night before Thanksgiving was so bad. There was traffic around my house in suburbia of people trying to get out of the Bay Area. They were trying to cut through Castro Valley. It was crazy. So, we're going to go to Half Moon Bay and bring Basil the Boxer and have a great time. So the podcast picture is another great vacation. We did a little bit away, about a four-hour drive away in Mendocino, also on the coast in Northern California. And you can see that picture that was, I think, just a month ago it was taken at mikesdailypodcast.com.